everyone. Welcome to the Crypto Cafe. I'm your host, Randy Zuckerberg. And for Women's History Month, this is a special episode where I wanted to speak with two leaders who are really instrumental in the crypto Web3 ecosystem in completely different ways. But both, the link they both share in common is that they are bringing together people both virtually and in real life in ways that are incredibly important for the community. I have been so excited to get this latest guest on the show. Uh, I, I It's so exciting because with Web3, there are all of these new careers and new layers of the internet that are opening job opportunities that never existed before. Running communities and being the head of community, I mean, that's something that has existed in Web 1, Web 2, but it has taken on a whole new life in Web 3. And there is no one who runs a community and is the backbone of community in Web 3 quite like Riley Blackwell. Riley, welcome to the Crypto Cafe. Thank you for having me, Randy. Okay, so since this is a virtual cafe, I wish we were together in a real one. But since this is kind of like a virtual audio metaverse one, what are you drinking? Set set the stage. I am drinking a uh, nitro cold brew and a big cup of water. That's so you're no balance. You're so healthy. That's so good. I'm just like triple fisting coffee over here. That is, I should uh take take some notes from the the Riley health uh health lesson. Riley, tell us a little bit about um your light bulb moment with Web three. What were you doing right before then, and uh, and what was your first introduction into this new crazy world? I think my light bulb moment was, you know, seeing the social impact of community within this new, you know, digital sphere that we're in, um, seeing the interactions within people and how they how they are are taking uh, crypto and, and Web3 by storm. Mm, absolutely. What uh, what was the first kind of community that you got involved with or the first thing that you purchased or, or caught your eye? You know, I think I started, you know, in the space on Clubhouse, you know, talking with people who are doing social good in Africa. Um, and and that really um, caught my eye, you know, creating creating art that really resonated with me and causes that I um, appreciate. Mm. Have you always been a community leader, or is that something that you found yourself uh, just stepping into in Web3? Interestingly enough, I have been a community leader on uh, different social platforms like Facebook and Tumblr. So that's been about 10 years in running, but it's all been a hobby of mine, not ever uh, paid and so you're you took your first foray into Web three as a career with BFF. Is that is that right? That's correct. Yeah. Okay. Can you tell our list? We so for anyone who didn't listen to one of our early episodes of this podcast, we actually had the founders of BFF, uh, Jamie and Britt, on one of the earliest episodes of this podcast. So I encourage everyone to check that out. But Riley, from from your perspective, um, you know that was months ago. What what are you up to at BFF right now? And tell us a little bit just about the community in general. That was months ago, and you know BFF 
is a community of uh, who are onboarding women and non-binary people into Web3 for education and community and in really finding our way through the space. Um, you know, a lot of people are coming in with no knowledge of, you know, platforms like Discord and Twitter, and just so brand new to all of the space. So it's it's really important to have a community that is there for you 24-7 for people all across the world to, to learn about what we're doing here. Mm, absolutely. I So I'm curious, what have been some of your most kind of interesting moments or experiences since getting into Web3 yourself? Like what have been some of your pinch me moments? I can't believe this is happening. And uh, and what have been some of the moments that have made you be like, all right, we, we need to be better as a community? You know, I, I think one of the moments that I really cherished was during the uh, BFF Mint of our UPFP. Um, I was speaking with some, some members who we're interacting with the community through text messaging. These are members who are in their 60s and 70s who really resonated with the project and wanted help. And I was able to, you know, guide them through the process. And that was like just so touching that that they, you know, really felt the need to be a part of this community. Absolutely. And I think, you know, you really touch on something really special there, which is a, um, you know, crypto and participation in Web3. It's not just for people who can do it for hours every day and are, are willing to go, you know, get into Discord, which has traditionally been a video gaming platform and is a little difficult to navigate. Um, Web3 can be for all ages, can be for people who want to interact as a hobby. Um, and I feel like sometimes there's a little pushback or resistance to that, Riley. What, what do you think? Well, you know, I have been on Discord since 2017, so I'm very familiar with it. Um, you know, I've used it for gaming purposes, for connecting with friends, you know, through voice chats and videos. And I I do think that there is some some difficulty there with onboarding, but I think once you get in there, you're able to see the power of community and how we interact with people in a, a chat room. You know, I started on the internet in chat rooms and like on AOL and things like that. So it's it's like kind of getting back to my internet roots, like sort of. Um, these, you know, social media is 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 interesting in that you kind of talk to people through comments and replies. But when you're in Discord, you're really interacting with people on a sort of one-on-one -on -one level and having real conversations with them. And I think that's really important. Absolutely. I, I think, in fact, you actually helped my mom mint her her uh, profile picture. So I'm very grateful to you for, for interacting with her in that way. Um, Riley, tell us a little bit about what what does it mean to be a community manager in Web3? Like, take us through a day, a typical day in your life and the kind of things that you're doing um, and the kind of skills that you rely on. I think that the skills that I rely on the most are those which I draw on throughout my career in IT, which is, you know, taking these 
these difficult and, and complex concepts that we're dealing with in Web3 and really distilling them into their essence, you know, helping people understand what it means to open a wallet, to, to um, interact with people of different backgrounds, of, of really connecting with members of these communities. And I'm not just interacting with members of my own community. I'm, I'm learning from other communities as well so that I can be a better community leader. I'm hoping I can learn from you if we can do like a little lightning round of the types of situations you might uncover and how you would uh, interact with people. So someone someone is panicking. Maybe they just fell victim to a scam um, or they're they're just panicking about something. What do you do, Riley? Well, first, I assure them that, you know, this happens to a lot of people and that we are all um, in this together. We're all learning and that, you know, this is something that, you know, um, might happen to the most vulnerable of us when when we may not know the security traps that we fall into and to reassure them that there are people here to help and get you back on your feet. I think that's I think relating to people is one of the most important parts of that process. Absolutely. We've all even if we haven't all been in that specific situation, we've all been in a situation where we have felt vulnerable or made a mistake and got ourselves taken advantage of and and can certainly relate to that. Uh, What about if you're dealing with someone who is uh, speaking a foreign language and is feeling confused that, you know, the majority of of the conversations that are happening in Web3 are in English, in kind of American time zones? Uh, how, How do you interact there? Well, uh, one of the most important parts of being in communities is that I am able to interact with all, you know, people from all walks of life. So I, I have identified people from these communities who can relate and and connect those people together so that they can form communities of their own and and really start to to build these friendships and these networks. Mm. And finally, let's say that people are feeling a little checked out right now because it's the summer and everyone kind of goes on mental break during the summer and it's a bear market. How do you keep your community excited and engaged? I think the best way to keep people excited and engaged right now is to give them opportunities to learn because right now learning is the best thing that you can do um, to, to prepare yourself for your own future and for the future of your neighbors. I, I think, um, you know, building community is so important. And when you have a community with a fantastic foundation, then the community members around you can help you to to build those walls around around that community's house. Mm. For anyone who's just joining us, I'm speaking with Riley Blackwell here in the Crypto Cafe. I'm Randy Zuckerberg on the mic, and our, this podcast dives into everything about Web3, crypto, NFTs, you name it. So, Riley, let's get to know you a little more. What's in your wallet? Because you learn a lot about someone from the the types of NFTs or cryptocurrency that they're collecting. So t- take us through a, a brief tour of some of the highlights of your wallet. Well, I'm really proud of my wallet. I I 
I buy NFTs that allow me access to communities that I appreciate. Um, a couple of those, certainly Meta Angels, um, and also Hug, of course. Yeah. Um, you know, two two communities that I appreciate so much and what they are doing in the space. Mm, well, we love having you as a as a part of these communities, and you are such an, a, a backbone of of Web three. Um, I definitely want to dive in a little bit into kind of diversity and inclusion. Um, why? I mean, I'd love to hear just your thoughts on what Web three is doing well and what Web three is not doing well that we need to focus on. I think what we're doing well on is amplifying the voices of those who are underprivileged and under-resourced. Um, at BFF, I have had the absolute pleasure to to bring on people who are speaking about uh, disability access, and and most recently, um, South Asian uh, women who are doing amazing things with creating community around uh, you, know, you know people of color, you know people who are really bringing culture to the space in, in exciting ways. Um, things, that I, th- things that I would like to see more of, um, especially um, you know, you know, black women in, in the space are, are really, I, I think, um, undervalued. I, th- I think they are, you know, uh, amazing um, resources uh, who are just, so, have such potential. Absolutely. And uh, I think you're right. We definitely need to do better about we're, we're building the foundations of a new Internet and we have the opportunity to do that in a diverse and inclusive way from the beginning. Is there anyone that you particularly look up to in the space as a mentor or people who uh, you think are kind of must follows on on Twitter that that we should all be bookmarking? You know, I have quite a few mentors and and people that I look up to. Number one, definitely uh, Chris Cantino. Mm. Um, you, um, you know, um, Allison Downey. She's in- incredible. Yes. Um, you know these 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 founders I look up to because they are creating communities that really resonate with me and just so many others in the space and provide so much value. I promise I did not pay Riley to list people that we've had on the podcast already, but you could definitely check out our episodes. Uh, Chris Cantino is actually the first guest uh, that we had here, and uh, Allison Downey and Alex uh, Kavalakis of, of Meta Angels uh, recently. Finally, what do you do for fun in real life when you're not in Discord, in the metaverse? Like, what, what, is, what is your favorite uh, IRL activities and hobbies? Uh, well, I love going hiking, and I watch a lot of movies and TV shows. Mm, yes, you you and me both there. Riley, it's so wonderful chatting with you today. Um, I, I, you know, I really want to stress to our listeners how important having a great community manager is. It is an essential uh, role when you're building a company or a project in Web3, and Riley is just one of the best of the best. Uh, Riley, where can our listeners go to learn more about you and uh, connect with you? Uh, you can connect with me on Twitter. Riley Beans underscore ETH, E-T-H. And I'm happy to connect anytime. Thank you, Randy. 
Thank you so much. That was Riley Blackwell, Community Inclusion Coordinator at BFF and just all around superstar Web3 community builder. My next guest is at the cutting edge of absolutely everything in the space from breaking news to deep dives to all things crypto to in-person gatherings and camps and events. Um, if you need to know basically one person at the center of everything uh, in the crypto world, it is Courtney McDermott, who's here, VP of Strategy at Decrypt, and such an honor to have Courtney on the podcast today. Hi, Courtney. Hi, Randy. Thanks so much for having me. What a delight. I can't wait to just unpack your brain uh, over our time together today. But first of all, if we were in a real cafe together, not just an audio metaverse cafe, what, what would we be drinking together? I have thought long and hard about this question. Um, first of all, what time is it, Randy? Um, it's, <laughs> if it's, it is, it's always it, time for either coffee or wine. Those are both great, great answers, no matter there, what time there of the day. There we go. I'm going <laughs> to go with my go-to, which is a Tito's with a splash of soda and a splash of grapefruit. Yes, that's almost identically my drink, except I would go for a splash of lime juice instead of grapefruit, but like oh, literally, see, I'll have to try but that. like literally down to everything else identical about it. So yes, already someone after my heart. Um, so Courtney, how, how did you get to be at the absolute center of crypto? Like what, what were your first steps into this world? And, uh, um, and, and how did you like totally go down the rabbit hole? My first steps into crypto um, and Web3 were actually for this job. I had zero experience uh, in this space when I first started. Um, so I had no idea what crypto or Web3 were um, until I started this job July of 2021. Wow. Okay. That's amazing. So what made you put your hand up and be like, I'm... I don't know anything about crypto or Web3, but like I'm I'm going for it and this company needs to hire me. So, yeah. So I previously worked for Alana Roazzi Lafre, who is the CRO and publisher of Decrypt. Uh, she's also the founder of Decrypt Studios. Um, we worked together in the ad tech sector. Um, and when she left ad tech, she told me that one day she would come back for me. Um, and she did five years later. Um, she told me she had my dream job waiting for me uh, in Web3 crypto. Uh, and I remember at the time thinking, um, I have no idea what she's talking about. Um, but I loved working for her so much uh, that I quit my job. And two weeks later, I was working at Decrypt. Love it. Okay, so talk us through what is Decrypt? Uh, what what are some of your current focus areas right now and projects? Sure. So I work for Decrypt Studios. Um, we're the production arm of Decrypt Media, which is our editorial site. Um, we are the Web3 production studio. Um, we work with brands and artists to help bring their work to the world of Web3. Um we do all sorts of things like uh, real life activations, marketing services, NFT consulting, even film production. Walk us through what the, the first Camp Decrypt was like and any like fun stories or highlights from last year and kind of how, how you took that and are, are shaping it, your events for this year. Sure. Um, so last year um, we gathered, well, we had our first one in Jackson. 
Um, that was the largest of the two camps so far, 175 people. Um, it was one of the coldest um, weeks in Jackson in, I think, years, of course, while we were there. Um, we had um, side activities like dog sledding and um, fat tire biking. We had side activations like um, psychics and astrologers, um, IV drip hydration therapy, and of course, panels that people could sit and share ideas and listen to. Uh, in Napa, um, we were uh, we went to a winery as a group. Um, that was a smaller, more intimate uh, camp that was only 75 people. We had hot air balloon rides. Nice. We had a psychic. We had aura photography. Um, we limit attendance size on purpose. Um, we like to curate the group. Um, we like that faces become familiar. We like that these lifelong friendships are forged. Um, we started a telegram chat at the beginning of the Jackson camp, for example. Um, that was back in March 2022. Um, to this day, that telegram chat is still going, um, which I just absolutely love to see. Um, you know, People seek each other out at other events. Um, they bring each other in on projects. Um, it's just lovely to see that they're they're all friends. Totally. And tell us about this year's uh, camp coming up in Yosemite. Sure. I don't want to give too much away, so <laughs> I'm going to keep a few things secret. Um, it's at uh, Auto Camp Yosemite. Um, we're spread out amongst tents and auto streams. Um, we have some fun things planned like fly fishing, um, whitewater rafting, rock climbing. Um, we have some side activations that, like I said, I will keep a secret. Um, and then uh, again, we have our uh, we have our chats planned. I'm curious, uh, you know, now that you've been in the space for almost a full year, um, what are your thoughts on how the industry will involve will evolve, and and where do you think the balance will be between kind of virtual and and in real life events? I think uh, events are going to continue to be um, in person. I, I don't see there being a lot of of virtual events. Um, I think people are seeing the value of in-person. Um, I think as far as how the industry as a whole is going to evolve, I think that more Web2 companies are going to continue to come into Web3 um, because they're seeing the benefits. I think Web3 is just going to become mainstream. Mm -hmm. You know, the same way that Web2 became the norm, I think that Web3 is just going to become the norm. You know, we're going to just kind of wake up one day and it's just it's going to be here. Absolutely. And of, of course, you know, it's so hard to predict what people will be talking about in August because this this moves so fast, uh, this industry. But um, what do you think? What are some of the biggest topics in Web3 that are on people's minds right now that you expect might might be discussed at the upcoming event? Sure. Um, AI. 100%. Mm -hmm. People are definitely talking about AI, gaming, 
um, is another big one, um, and culture. Um, I think culture covers so many different things too, right? Um, fashion and film and art. Um, so for me, I think those are the three things. Incredible. Um, where can people go to find more information to try to get on the list for these events and to uh, to keep up with you and everything you're doing at Decrypt? Sure. Um, so for more information on attending, um, you can visit our site at campdecrypt.com. Um, and if you're interested in speaking or partnering, you can email camp at decrypt.co. Incredible. Well, Courtney, thank you so much for joining me today. Uh, it's it's I feel sadder than ever hearing you describe it that I missed uh, last year's event, but I'm really looking forward to this one. And uh, thanks for always doing such an incredible job gathering everyone at the center of this industry for incredible in real life events. It's really a, a pleasure to speak to you today. So great to speak to you, too. Thank you so much. Thanks. That was Courtney McDermott, VP of Strategy at Decrypt. And uh, if you uh, love intimate uh, gatherings with people, just curious, bright minds at the center of a new industry, definitely check out the events that Decrypt is putting on. Uh, thank you for listening to Crypto Cafe. I'm your host, Randy Zuckerberg. Tune in next week for a brand new episode.